0: Be attentive.
1: For you are righteous in all you did for us.
0: Wisdom. The reading
1: is from Paul's letter to Titus.
0: Let us be attentive.
1: Titus, my son, the saying is sure. I desire you to insist on these things so that those who have believed in God may be careful to apply themselves to good deeds. These deeds are excellent and profitable to men, but avoid stupid controversies, genealogies, dissensions, and quarrels over the law, for they are unprofitable and futile. As for a man who is factious, after admonishing him once or twice, have nothing more to do with him, knowing that such a person is perverted and sinful. He is self-condemned. When I send Artemis or Tychikos to you, do your best to come to me at Nicopolis, for I have decided to spend the winter there. Do your best to speed Zenas the lawyer, and Apollos on their way, see that they lack nothing. And let our people learn to apply themselves to good deeds so as to help cases of urgent need and not to be unfruitful. All who are with me send greeting to you. Greet those who love us in the faith. Grace be with you all. Amen.
0: Peace be with you, the reader.
2: Alleluia. Thank you. Alleluia. Alleluia.
1: Alleluia.
0: Wisdom arise, let us hear the holy gospel. Peace
1: be with you all.
0: reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Let us be
2: attentive. Glory to you, O Lord. Glory to you.
0: The Lord said this parable. A sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell along the path and was trodden underfoot and the birds of the air devoured it. And some fell on the rock, and as it grew up it withered away because it had no moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew with it and choked it. And some fell into good soil and grew and yielded a hundredfold. And when his disciples asked him what this parable meant, he said, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of God. But for others they are in parables, so that seeing they may not see and hearing they may not understand. Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. The ones along the path are those who have heard. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts, that they may not believe and be saved. And the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear the word, receive it with joy. But these have no root. They believe for a while, and in time of temptation, fall away. And as for what fell among the thorns, they are those who hear. But as they go on their way, they are choked by the cares and riches and pleasures of life. And their fruit does not mature. And as for that in the good soil, they are those who, hearing the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart and bring forth fruit with patience. As he said these things, he cried out. Proclaim the gospel.
2: Glory to you, Lord. Glory to you. Good morning. Many of us, I think at some time or another, have watched a kid's t-ball game. Imagine the little kids playing t-ball. Some are good players, some are not so good. But now picture this, one little boy, all dressed up for the big game in his t-ball uniform, drawing shapes in the infield sand paying absolutely no attention to the game. This may or may not be your own kid playing in the dirt as the game was going on, but now imagine a sudden ping of the aluminum bat and the ball skipping across the infield right past the little boy who was drawing shapes in the sand instead of paying attention to the game. Believe me, this happens at almost every t-ball game. In this scenario, the little boy was definitely not helping the team, but in today's epistle lesson, we have an example of someone who outrightly, outright actively working against the team. You see, the early church had many many struggles take for instance what we read today of chapter 3 of Titus chapter 3 verses 9 and 10 where it reads but avoid stupid controversies genealogies dissensions and quarrels over the law for they are unprofitable and futile as for a man who is factious after admonishing him once or twice have nothing to do with him Knowing that such a person is perverted and sinful, he is self-condemned. Even in the first years of Christianity, there was a struggle to stay together, to be on the same page, and to work together as a team. The early Christians needed the reminder to act like a team. Sometimes... We hear nightmare stories at other parishes, like someone throwing a folding chair during a general assembly. I'm being serious, that actually happened. I'm not talking about the Indiana coach, okay? Perhaps we don't have that kind of outwardly factious person here at St. Mary's, but we need to ask ourselves, are we sometimes like that little boy playing t-ball? Are we sometimes not directly working against the team, the church, but are not really helping the team either? Are we letting opportunities to help God's team, the church, simply skip past us? Passively out there in the field, not troubling ourselves to help with the collective effort? Maybe we think, "Uh, someone else will help. Someone else will do the work. Someone else will get the ball I let skipped past me. Maybe we are not even aware that the the game is going on. Maybe we don't even know the ministries of our parish and what the team is even doing. It is true that not helping is not as bad as actively working against the team, but it still hurts the team. We are all members of that all-important team, the church, and the contest we play is no t-ball game. It is something very serious, a great responsibility to share the light of Christ in this often darkened world. In today's epistle lesson, we have a wonderful example also of teamwork on the part of the early Christians. The third chapter of Titus notes all kinds of helpers, Artemis, Tychos, Zenos the lawyer, and Apollos. Maybe these helpers weren't the superstars like Saints Peter and Paul, but they were still very important parts of the team. The Twelve Apostles or Saint Paul couldn't do it all by themselves. They needed a team. They needed the whole church to bring the light of God to a darkened world. They needed every team member to contribute to the great apostolic effort that changed the world. So it is today. We can't just rely on the stars of the team. We we all need to pitch in. We all need to play our positions and not let the ball skip past us. We're all part of this winning team, the church, the body of Christ the Ark of Salvation. We all help the team by striving to live our individual lives in a way that is pleasing to God. But we are also part of this beautiful community, and we can help the team through our volunteer efforts here at our parish. There are numerous opportunities here at St. Mary's to help out the team. That is, God's team. There are many examples of that happening right here at St. Mary's. Let's first make sure we know what the team is doing and then help the team where we can. Consider the teamwork of the Parish Council and their commitment to our parish. Or the hours of love and action made by our vibrant Philoptochos group. Or the outreach efforts by the Missions and Outreach team or all the activities of our vibrant youth programs, or our solid religious education programs. There are numerous teams here at St. Mary's to be a part of. There are a number of examples here at St. Mary's of sharing God's light in this world. There are plenty of opportunities to help the team out. First, by actively living a Christian life, but also By volunteering at our parish. Please consider carefully how you can actively help our team. Don't just draw shapes in the sand and let the ball skip past you. Take a look at yourself and think of ways how we can live our Christian life and also ways we can volunteer for building up of Christ's Holy Church and spreading God's light in this world. Amen.